0: Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. This is Liz Booker with a literary aviatrix waypoint along our journey through stories featuring women in aviation. This one is from season two, episode 13, in my interview with Erin Mariah Murphy about her picture book, Halfway Home. Erin is an airline pilot who discovered animal air rescue services after volunteering for her local SPCA. She adopted an adorably different dog, Zeke, whose photos you can find on her website and Instagram page. And she ultimately wrote this story that combines Zeke's quirkiness and special needs with the world of animal rescue. Earlier in our interview, Erin talks about piloting the Pilatus aircraft and flying mail for Cape Air along her aviation journey, both of which you'll hear us reference here. What I think I love most about this very special mission is just how righteous it is. As someone who flew search and rescue and humanitarian missions for most of my career, there's something very gratifying about doing the most good for the most in need. And while humans often get themselves into their own predicaments, our pets are completely dependent upon us for their health and survival. If you're a pilot and have the resources, I hope you'll consider this as an opportunity to support these amazing missions. If you have young people in your life, I hope you'll get a copy of Erin's book for your little readers. And if you're an animal lover, I hope you'll consider donating to one of the organizations that facilitates these missions. You can find more information in the back matter of Erin's book on her website, erinmurphybooks.com. And on Instagram at Erin Murphy Books. Um, for the pilots who are already qualified or, or retired or whatever, who want to get involved or people who own aircraft, like I want to hear about the nuts and bolts of like how this works.
1: Okay. So the private pilots that are interested, I would go to the Pilots and Paws website. They have an open forum on there that lists the people that are working at shelters that know about animals that need to be moved so that they're not euthanized, animals that need to be moved because they need to be taken flown to a medical facility for specific treatment, and to people who say, hey, I saw this picture of this dog online, little Homer. He looks so cute, but he's in Pennsylvania and I live in Ohio. Is there anyone around who is willing to fly him? And for all the pilots listening that are in a position where they're looking to fly, this is a fabulous tax write-off. And so is any donation to any of the 501 c nonprofits that are air rescues. So that would include Wings of Rescue. And through Wings of Rescue, I met Julian Javier. He is a 29-year-old gentleman. He's flying a 414 and sometimes a caravan. The 414 is his in California. And he's flying animals. Up to Canada. Liz, I've seen pictures of this repeatedly. Canada's spay and neuter laws are so strict, their shelters are empty. And there are the images that I have seen are people at the airport when Julian lands. Families. Literally, they have signs and they're like cheering. It's like an air show. There's like a hundred people there and they're all in line to try to get first dibs on a dog. So this is why they're so motivated to do it, because there are pit places that will take animals that are in jeopardy being euthanized, like they're at the airport begging for it. So that's why they're driven. They said, if we can continue to raise funds, we're happy to fly the aircraft, you know, because there's a debate. Well, there's just too many dogs or there's just too many deers. You got to shoot them. OK, but if you want to try something else first. There, there's this wonderful opportunity so that would be through pri- pilots and pause would be a little bit more specific and then
0: so so pilots and pause so if you're a private pilot yes and you are looking to build flight time oh, is there like, a way that helps the pilot themselves oh I think so sure if you can so, un- do, do they they have aircraft that the pilots
1: can operate Mm-mm. you need to no. have your own plane
0: okay so you have to okay that's important to pilots so and you pause have, to have is your, own your own plane.
1: plane. Yeah. Pilots and Paws is your own plane. And then so Pet Rescue Pilots is a nonprofit. They have their own plane. And then so they're just, you know, continuously asking for any kind of form of donation, whether it be sharing the information with someone or um, a monetary donation. And I have to say, Pet Rescue Pilots in particular has really caught my attention because all of them do it, but they do a really great job. If you donate $5, They make you feel like you just donated a million bucks. They make you feel valued because I know the word donation can make us feel something, right? Sometimes there's a visceral reaction. It's either, oh, I wish I could. I don't have any money. No, I I hate my job. It doesn't pay me. And you go down this whole thing. Or I've worked really hard. I'm in a financially secure situation. And every time I turn around, somebody... Is trying to take my money, right? So what they really present the information as what I've really tapped into too is you know donation can be your time, it can be your skill set, it could be going to the airport helping unload and offload animals. And as far as wings of rescue goes, too, they very often have young aviators, like Rick, the gentleman Rick, who is the CEO, he'll invite young aviators um, to come on the flight. And that way they can sit in the jump seat and watch the pilots. They can get introduced to the pilots and maybe see what it takes to get on a place like Barry aviation and do, um, you know, start a little networking. He's going to put you to work to help you off uh, load and offload the dogs. But I mean, usually most people who are on board,
0: literally on bar-
1: board or on board for the animal aspect. Yeah, that's what I was well. going to say.
0: Like what's, what's. What better appeal is there to get involved than having, you know, these right. sweet animals who need a home?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I get to meet and most of the, and I I love like anytime that I was working at the airport, I loved kind of keeping my, I would just say like my left eye, because if I'm offloading, you know, from the cargo doors, I was always sort of, I was a little wallflower then, then too. I was watching the pilots. like. So and they are hustling. I have so much respect for them. I they, I I remember what that grind is like, like loading the mail, <laughs> loading the mail, all of it. Yeah, sweating, and then the one thirty-five stuff, and looking at the clock, and um, weight and balance, and you know, running and check on the phone, and trying to find a piece of pizza or Snickers bar somewhere. I'm watching them do all that, and then now for them, they after we get all the animals out, they go out there with a the mop. Because, of course, it's horrendous. Yeah, they are just busting it. They're really working hard. So I was really I'm really proud of all them, all them, too. So then I guess from Wings of Rescue, I was introduced to Pet Rescue Pilots um, out in California. Julian, who is the the founder and CEO of Pet Rescue Pilots. So he's 29 and he was kind of just trying to decide, again, is this where his flying is? him like he has another um professional job is this just, just sort of where aviation is for him doing running his nonprofit and flying however he's just getting tired i mean he's also working very very hard most of the time by himself and he's not getting paid like he's just you know he's raising funds but it's just to pay for these things so he was feeling a little bit depleted in that department which i couldn't completely understand So we were having a little discussion about it. And then he asked me, kind of like you, like, what was your aviation journey? So I started to talk about the Blattis and how fond I was of it. And then Rick, the CEO of Wings of Rescue, interjects and he goes, oh, Wings of Rescue owns a Blattis. And so at this whole time, I still had not committed to an airplane in the book. I kind of went back to the caravan because that was my first thought. And I just wasn't really in love with the look of the caravan. I, <laughs> oh, you know, like, come on. I know. It's a hard one to How could I say that and have a guy like Zeke, right? I should be able to see through that. <laughs> right. I mean, I thought thought that the caravan's super great utility-wise. I mean, it's it's going to get, uh, a, a, it's a workhorse for sure. Um, But I wasn't in love with it for the book. And so I... I, again, almost swallowed my tongue and I said, Rick, oh my gosh, tell me more about the Pilatus. Like, why don't? is that just way too small to house everything from Louisiana? He goes, yeah, that's why you never see it. We do, you know, some smaller operations with it. And then he's like, yeah, it's it's on our Instagram. You'll see pictures of it. So that was what t- sealed the deal for me. I had a personal connection with it. And then once I saw all the imagery with it working on behalf of Wings of Rescue, I was like, the Pilatus is, is going to be the plane for halfway home.
0: That is just so great. All of that is so great. Uh, the third,
1: okay. the third oh, organization, all- real quick, is um, Pilots oh, to the Rescue. They're on the East Coast, and they do solicit other pilots to do flying for them. Again, it would be your own airplane, or someone who would be, or someone who, like the gentleman who runs that. His name is Michael Schneider. He did start flying for Pilots and Paws, and he would rent an airplane. He just had to be obviously forthcoming about what he was going to do and he put like a tarp down you know and we, and then ended up cleaning the giving the making sure the plane was extremely clean when he was done so if you don't have your own airplane and you do want to get involved it would just take a little extra prep <laughs> you know for the animal or whatever I haven't really seen anyone even really talk about any like horrendous horror stories I mean most of the time they're in a crate if you feel comfortable taking them out of crate out of the crate you can always size them up though you know you can tell if one of them is just overexcited and it's not a good idea or you know i've even flown on a, a rescue with michael and he, you know there was a smaller dog that was just chill and he just we took him out and he sat in my lap the whole time so um it's doable
0: yeah and i i think i saw a post somewhere about the altitude and the effect on animals too mm-hmm. like the things that you have to consider for them Compared mm-hmm. to, to humans on board, and just a really interesting, uh, a really interesting little niche of aviation that I didn't know about.